0: And that's why you should always allocate for taxes. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast. The podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In
1: Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Here's what my dad said. Tell me. He said, 10% goes in your 401k. He said, the next 10% goes in your savings account. Yeah. The rest, do what you want with.
0: That's implying that you have 20% of margin that you, know, you don't have to use to pay your,
1: well, your bills at the moment. The beauty is if you do that from the first day of your first job, when your bills are tiny, you actually get to where okay. you are doing that your whole life. And it really works out. It really works out. I can personally vouch.
0: It comes as no surprise, but we've, we've been doing taxes. I got, I got mine set up and I got a refund this year, Sweet. which was very different from last year because we, um, we sold some assets. And uh these are the kind of problems that you know we face. I guess. Yeah. Feel sorry for me. Anyway. I have
1: my taxes <laughs> in with my accountant. I didn't she I have uh my family has this cabin in Idaho that I'm at one-ninth owner of. And mm-hmm. the accountant who does the math about that loves to send us our documents about that, like March 20th. So I finally got that and got with my accountant and she had no spots left for me. So she had no time for me to come in and talk. So right. I dropped all my stuff off and they promised they'd have it done by, you know, tax day. But, you know, we'll see. I had made my annual spreadsheet of banned earnings and losses. I did net positive this year in self-employment. Yeah, yeah, music. Uh, well, not really. That means there's a tax liability. So it's not
0: yeah, all it's, good news. So. It- but you don't want to declare a loss for too long, or they start, three years. You
1: know, three years is the limit.
0: It's a uh, anecdotally, it might be a little longer than three years.
1: Uh, I mean, it's what my accountant uh, said. Three years. Every every third year, you have to at least declare some profit on it, or they will classify it as a hobby and retroactively deny all your tax deductions on it. So
0: that's the thing that I struggle with the most is that the actual money spent versus the money that is declared from the people who are supposed to be right. declaring right. the things they paid us. Yeah. Doesn't always line up. Right. And so while on my end, the band made money, according to the government, I I didn't. And I was like, I was having to like pull things out that I, I did spend money on mm-hmm. in order to make it kind of close. <laughs> exactly. But even close, like I was like four digits in in the red right. just to, uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a mess. Yeah. I love this. This is my
1: favorite part. I know. It's best best part of the year. We didn't do a special episode on taxes. I think this is the first year we haven't.
0: Yeah. You know, it doesn't get a lot of traction. It's not very sexy. It's- uh <laughs>
1: No, it's important, but not sexy. It is
0: the broccoli of, uh, of yeah, content. Yeah.
1: Take your vitamins. You need to have your, it. Take your tax you- vitamins.
0: Yeah. Other than uh tax liability, how are things going? How's you know, your week been?
1: Good. Listen, we played a show on Saturday night. It was at the Bull City Cider Works Greensboro. Shop. Longtime listeners will recall that I was doing the trivia at the Lexington, North Carolina store of that place, but in my own hometown, we have one too. And so I've done a bunch of things there. And this is the first time the whole band had played there. And uh, we had a blast, super fun playing outside. In the middle of the second set, I started feeling raindrops. Mm. Just like we were, we were outside on sort of playing into the patio area. It was really nice, sort of garden y patio. It was really lovely. And raindrops feeling them. And at one point we started a song and I was like, yo, keep going. And I pulled up my phone and I was like trying to get the weather up to like figure out whether it's going to actually rain on us or just do this. And I did determine that the weather was saying it was going to just do this, like one drop on my head every 30 seconds. And I was going to do that for the next five minutes. You know, it was just the, the projection of the rainfall. And uh, I was like, okay, well, we'll see if it gets any worse, we're going to call it. And I'm going to drag all this stuff right into the warehouse, like through the garage door into the warehouse. I can get out of the rain in everything that matters. I can get out of the rain in probably five minutes if it gets worth doing that. And then by God, I realized a few minutes later, I hadn't felt a drop and it had passed and we played the rest of the night. And yeah, yeah, it was fun. And um, that place, we were on seven to 10 there. And it was a mistake. It was we should have been six to nine. The place got real really? real cleared out on That's a,
0: interesting because like when you said 70 I was like, that feels early to me.
1: Well, I'm glad. <laughs> that particular place clears out early. And and I talked to the bartender at the end of the night because I thought there was still stuff happening inside at the bar. And I walked in and was like, empty. Him. It's like, wow, you guys are cleared in here too. And he said, Yeah, you know, it's a funny thing. They they all bail at like nine thirty, nine forty-five around here. Hmm. All right. I don't know what that's about, but our last few minutes were to our diehards yeah, and nobody else. But up until then, it was a super fun night. We played a lot of good tunes that we felt uh, the band was tighter than we've ever been. We just get better and better. We're in that phase where every gig is a little bit better than the last one and feeling more and more confident. I've been there before with a new project and it's a—it's just its a great moment of a new project to feel like we're, we're improving as we go. So... Awesome. Yeah, it's very good. The other, the other thing I can report is that the month of March, a bar downtown called Little Brother Brewing took a flyer on me on Thursday nights to do the trivia through March. And we are now March as we speak right now, march 29th, and the news is they have um they have asked me to stay on on Thursday nights in perpetuity. So yeah, the trivia now has a new full-time home. So that's pretty exciting. Mazzle. Yeah.
0: Well, uh Once again, I did not play any music this week for currency. And I'm still like, as of today, all of the things that I've been back and forth with, with the exception of one, contracts are out. And for one of them, money's already in. So we're good there. Cool. The main thrust of the episode is what I want to talk about. And and there's some stuff related yeah. to those gigs, yeah. uh, around that particular subject, but that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, And, you know, talking about what we've been covering the past few weeks, uh, we had a lot of fun talking about gear last week mm-hmm. and so much so I literally, I posted four separate videos on our <laughs> YouTube channel from that episode. And, um, they really, they popped off. They were very, very big. Good. And, um, it, it's really unfortunate because literally as that Episode dropped. There was a bunch of like gear stuff that happened that we're just not going to talk about.
1: <laughs> We've done so much guitar gear. Like our drummer fan fr- friends are dying because they'd love us to talk about something other than guitar gear.
0: All right, here we go. Sixty seconds of what we what I was going to talk uh, okay, about. Okay, let's go. Um. Waves going from an individual model to a subscription model completely blew up in their face. Yeah. They're already backpedaling, trying to undo the damage. No, it's it's,
1: it's undone. They've gone back to a per- perpetual license model. It's
0: As of this morning. Yeah, That's how crazy it was. The other one that I saw that just made me laugh and laugh and laugh and we had a very fun conversation in the uh, Patreon Slack yeah. is that apparently Gibson is releasing a Kirk Hammett signature greenie Les Paul. The funny part is is that you're talking about a Les Paul, which is a signature instrument, Right. and Greeny is a very specific Les Paul that belonged to Peter Green of Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. and then Gary Moore, and Lizzie, and then Kirk Hammett. So it's a Kirk Hammett signature, Gary Moore signature, Peter Green signature, Les Paul signature. Yeah,
1: for and, twenty and, and grand. That's that's really the part that gets me. Like you spend twenty thousand dollars on that,
0: and that's actually. Half the price of the one that they released last year, Great. which was like fifty. But they're also apparently going to release a greeny standard for less than that at some point. Well, they better. And and <laughs> I kid you not, when you buy this guitar, you get an
1: old-looking
0: mm-hmm. guitar case yeah. that has Peter Green, Gary Moore, and Kirk Hammett's name on it, and like progressively faded yeah. as you go. Yeah, it it just fully illustrates how hilariously wild and outrageous that concept is yeah. anyway
1: yeah
0: that's it no more gear talk from that
1: gear talk complete
0: no reviews this week and for youtube i put four videos together last week i just don't have it in me it wasn't <laughs> there wasn't anything that i wanted to talk about that was important enough to add additional you know resources to. Yeah, so you got it done last um, week it's fine the episode will post and depending on how you know the main kind of thrust of our topic goes maybe it'll get split out we'll see But that's kind of where we're at. Housekeeping complete. Complete. Wait, no, you know what? There's one other thing. Oh. We still have, I think, actually, tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this before the end of the week, is our last deal to go to the all new CoverBandConfidential.com and use code newsite 10 to save 10% off all of our digital products. I believe the March sale is over. So... If you didn't get your Pointy Boys Club shirt last week, you may have run out. Uh, I did, We definitely sold a couple. Nice. Um, specifically of the Pointy Boys That's Club good. shirt. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, if you, if you are contemplating picking up any of our digital products, you should go ahead and check that out. And then one other thing I wanted to do is shout out two patrons that have been, I would say, going above and beyond. And one of them is a guy named con mm. who's in a group called medlife crisis. And, and he is one of our Irish yeah. patrons. Yeah. And he joined the, the Patreon about a month ago and has been a really great contributor and has really taken advantage of the resources of this group. And he DMs me earlier in the week. And he was like, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to figure out this whole thing with like patch volume and using in-ears you know, what would you suggest? And I said, well, I would suggest you reach out to Creston Hetzel, Mm -hmm. who is another one of our patrons who's in Alt 95. We did the, uh, the coaching uh, episode on and all that good stuff because he's got an engineering degree and he's helped me a great deal on these kinds of things. And he reached out and Creston followed up. And then literally about an hour before we started recording, uh, con dropped in again and said, Hey, Creston came back to me with even more helpful stuff. He's gone above and beyond any interest in giving him a shout out of thanks on the podcast. So uh, he said, you don't have to mention my name. I will mention his name. <laughs> Khan is grateful for Crescent Soul. And you should be too. Yep. And if you want to take advantage of all of that stuff, join the Patreon for five bucks a month. It's such an easy thing to do. And um, this week we've done two things. We've added a, a brand new channel called, we're calling the Tone Zone. Tone Zone. Which is uh for anybody who is in the modeling world who wants to share, quote unquote, non-proprietary right. uh, presets right. and um, setups between friends. That's what the Tone Zone is for. And then I created one that I'm calling patron of the week, yeah. where every week we're going to pick somebody and let them uh, share some more about what they've got going on so that we can share it with you guys. Yeah. And just kind of help. Yeah, help and learn more. about who's out there. For sure. So, patreon.com slash coverband confidential. Go check it out. I actually had somebody email us this past week where it's like, hey, I want to join the Patreon and I don't know how. <sighs> and so I emailed back. It's like, here's the link. Go ahead and do it. You know, I think we kind of take it the idea that all of these things are intuitive for granted. Right. Um, not everybody is familiar with that whole process. True. But, um, you know, the community is growing and we, uh, we, we just, we've been enjoying it. Yeah, we have. Okay. Now the house is kept. Okay. So, we have to have a conversation about specifically bass players.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> does seem to be bass players. Oh, drummers it, too. Drummers too.
0: Yeah, that's definitely also been a part of it. But it was it was very interesting because I um I talked about what we're about to get into uh with with the group and three other people were like, yeah, my bass players leave it too. Um so <laughs> must be something in the water. But the um the main thing that happened this week for my band is that the guy who who plays bass for us and was also our acting music director was just kind of like I think my time in this particular capacity is ending and you know after these gigs I'm going to be moving on to the you know to to other other things and at different points in my life or other points in my career getting that kind of news would have been a massive setback or yeah. roadblock or betray like all of the emotional things yes. that happen when somebody who has contributed and been a part of you know your success uh decides that they have to go and do something else
1: yeah you, you know it's 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 a moment of of grieving mm-hmm. it's, it's it you're yeah you're mourning a loss the moment that happens
0: and you know, for context, Chris, who's been our MD for the past few years, is a friend of mine, a former coworker, who's just—he's a—he's a, a great guy, and has really helped us. He was behind the um, the revamp of our front of house rig. Uh, he's the one who got us fully transitioned into Ableton. I mean, he—he he did a lot of legwork and put a lot of time and effort into making this project better. And I'm—I like words can't describe how grateful. I am for that relationship. And I'm also confident that our friendship and our relationship as people has not been affected mm-hmm. by his rolling off of the team in any way, because he's, he's good people and he will continue to be good people. And I will continue to reach out to him as a resource, uh, when needed and just value him as a person. That's but if you are a person or a band leader who has a vision and you have the work ethic and the steadfastness to like see a project through this is just a part of the process this is just a thing that is going to happen Mm -hmm. and the more i think we talk about it i think the more that we acknowledge it and and kind of like explain the situation i think it's better for everybody because like i said it could be such a difficult thing to get through because you feel like, Oh, you know, this is a, this is a huge setback. This is a thing. Like, how could this, you know, what are we going to do when in reality? Like if something is, is your kind of like heart and soul and it it is the thing that means a lot to you. Other people can't do that for this, for, for this thing because it's yours. And everybody who contributes brings their own unique kind of flair to it. and, it's, it's just the way it goes. It's just, it's just the anything way it that you've been doing for a long time is going to have kind of a, a somewhat rotating cast of folks.
1: That's just the way it is. Some things will never change.
0: And it's interesting because like the running joke, at least with members only is that this is uh people stopping point on their way to greatness, <laughs> like good things. <laughs> because if I were to count the folks that were in the group, who are now doing other things. I've got one drummer who's currently playing for David Cook. Our other drummer is touring with another uh, country artist that he posted a picture on his Instagram where he was like, literally like hanging out with kid rock. <laughs> okay. And we talked about a couple of weeks ago about Ben, our former front house guy right. who, you know, was running monitors for Mary J. Blige. Uh, he's now on the road with another country artist. Can you tell that I live in the South? I can. Yeah. So, Because we're kind of in this like interesting place in the market because we are a higher end corporate product and you're either going to catch people in one of two directions. You're going to either catch a young person as they kind of like work their way up in the industry and you're going to catch people who are a bit older, who are kind of reeling themselves back in from whatever thing that they were doing in the industry. Yeah. And that's kind of where we've, where we are. And, and, you know, at least in my, in my season, like I am much more willing to go for somebody who is kind of pulling back as to, as opposed to somebody who's like trying to like be on their way. Well, you
1: might, you might hang on to them longer. Right.
0: And that's kind of where, where I'm at. And the other thing I wanted to kind of like talk about about this is that I've already got that spot filled. Right. Not like, in a full capacity yeah. but like in regards to I've got x number of gigs where I need a bass player it's taken care of for the most part and the the interesting thing about that is that the person who got that call first off they got the call mm-hmm. they didn't approach i was the person that reached out to them i said this is the this is the thing that i i want to extend to you and the way that you get that kind of call is very specific and it requires a certain amount of stuff mm-hmm. from you as a, as a musician and as a person, let's say yeah. the guy who got the call, he was a mutual friend of one of, uh, one of the other guys in the, in the band who has quietly, confidently and passively acknowledged his interest in being a part of the group mm-hmm. over the course of years. like, Years, years, never pushed the issue, never been, uh, what's he been like, What's it been doing just kind of confidently, but passively just doing his own thing and being around, mm-hmm. making himself available in social situations and just kind of in general. And, you know, there's always people when you've got something going on that say, I want to be a part of this. And it's kind of easy to go, well, sure. You know, when you've got something where there's. It does. it's not necessarily success, but you've got you've got some momentum mm-hmm. and you've built this thing. And I've had a lot of people email and be like, hey man, let me know any opportunity dah, 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 where you know I could be a part of this thing. <laughs> That's because the thing. Say, for them- Saying
1: I want to be part of this is really easy. Of course.
0: But what inevitably happened was we had a situation in, in another project. It wasn't for members only. It was another one of the things that I was working on <laughs> where I, I needed somebody to literally stand in for a rehearsal and he's like 48 hours notice he's like I, I yeah I could do that you know just so you guys could practice and whatever cuz the the bass player in that particular situation was out of state and just couldn't make it for rehearsal and we wanted to you know kind of flesh the sound out and all that he showed up with less than 48 hours notice and nailed it cool and in that moment he went from being a person where it was like okay you're kind of saying like hey I I want to be a part of this w- to oh I I not only Want to be a part of this, but I also can like I have the technical acumen and the Jobs. talent to back yep. it up, yeah. And to do something like that, you know, just honestly, I mean, in that in that particular instance, out of the goodness of his heart, because I mean, it was literally he showed up for a rehearsal. It wasn't like a paid thing or whatever, but he showed up and he did a really great job. And in that moment, he he became the guy.
1: Yeah, D- and, yeah. And, and, and he didn't
0: much, know it, and I didn't know it. How much prep
1: do you think that took?
0: I'm. I'm honestly not sure. No, some. I know how some I, though, not none. I know how much time he had.
1: You know. Yeah, in those forty-eight hours, he spent some portion of them prepping to come to an unpaid, non-gig mm-hmm. to show his quality.
0: And it was like, so I got the you know I got a message from from Chris like, hey, I'm just letting you know that you know after this thing, I'm I'm going to be moving on. And I was like, I totally understand. You know, I'm ups- I'm sad that this is the case, but you know, you got to do what's best for you and your family. I'm not that guy. Right. If you got something like most of the people who have left my situation have gone, I've just, I got a better opportunity. Yeah. I, if I can't beat them on price, you know, go, go and, and do. totally. I want nothing but success for all the people that I work with. Yes. Like no hesitation. And so I got that news and I kind of like, Chewed on it for a little bit because I needed to kind of wrap my my head around it, right. and then I um I texted. Him. I was like, "Hey, man, cars on the table. This is happening, and you were the first person on the list. So, you in?" And he was like, "Yeah, let's go. Cool." And that's that. Love it. So, you know, we've got some time where we've got to we've got to bring him in. We just need to get everybody in the room and just kind of yeah gel and like we just work through it. Yeah. Play play through this, um, play through the show a couple of times, see what uh, happens. But even that, like I feel like what I really want to do, because this is just like how do you manufacture mm-hmm. as a group that, you know, sixth sense kind of situation or set those lines of communication up. It's like, what if we just like set up weekly, bi weekly uh rehearsals where the first 20 minutes have no agenda. It's just somebody starts playing something and you just kind of like learn the process of communicating yeah. with each other as
1: musicians. That's good. It's good. You'll also you'll you'll pick up more material that you didn't expect to pick up that way. Someone'll start playing yeah. some tune and you'll be like, Oh god, yeah, that one. Oh.
0: So there was that. And then also like it's it's jamming. Yeah. I haven't Yeah. I, I we have had many conversations about how I mean, at least you and I—we're we're not jammers, right? Jamming is not necessarily like a thing that like we do a whole lot <laughs> yes. of. Yes, but in in situations like that, I a hundred percent see the value in in doing it as a way to kind of again develop that mm-hmm. musical shorthand with mm-hmm. people. Telepathy. And so, like-
1: I, I think of it as telepathy. There, there's a way that I'm with my current project, my, the current people in my band. I will be playing a song and. I'll know without knowing the move my bassist is about to make, right? Right, and that's just, that, that's a purely that happens to some extent in the rehearsal room. That happens way more on stage. But there's there is a band telepathy that happens that you just are a mind melt before too long. And well, uh, there's
0: also that, and there's also the the idea of learning the patterns of people. Yeah. Where it's not necessarily telepathy, but it's an intuition based
1: on precedent. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I I, I don't mean to make it magic. It's it is that. Um, <laughs> it can, I mean, it feels like it magic. Like, Again, yeah, no, in that moment when you like, when you know, you just know your bassist is headed towards some figure, and you can meet him there on the guitar, and it's like, boom, that moment. Yeah, yeah, it feels totally magic. Now, of course, you've learned, you've learned your bassist, you've learned their moves, their their They're thinking, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, I use the word telepathy because it feels like magic in that moment, but, but the the reality is you spend enough time with them. You spend enough time playing with them and really, really enough time performing with Mm -hmm. them. I think performing hours are worth about each performing hours worth about seven rehearsal hours. Yeah. And then those magic instants become available. For sure. That's my view of it.
0: So um, when you were talking about that, it reminded me of something that I saw this week. The Jonas brothers mm. are together, they're back on tour and all that good stuff. Nice. And um, I saw a clip of one of their shows, and so apparently a part of what they're doing now is each one of them, or at least Nick and Joe, yeah. have hits of their own. And Jealous is a is a song that Nick Jonas does, but Joe. When they do it live, he he does a verse and he's got he's got a kind of a unique voice that's very different from his brothers. But I watched a video where Nick is letting his brother sing his song while looking back at their like backup vocalists mimicking the cadence and the melody that he's doing that's different from the recording that what Nick would have done but like interpretive dancing, this thing as it happens in mm, real time fun. to other musicians on stage. It's cool. It's really, it's, it's cool. Yeah, And it's the thing that only people like us notice. And it's, it's a shorthand that only people who are like us would understand. And I'll, I'll send it to you. It's, it's, it's fun. Cool. So, yeah, I think when you are presented with a situation where your lineup has to change and it's out of, No fault of yours or theirs, and something just has to happen. Be aware of the people around you and the people who have made their intentions known. Mm -hmm. And also acknowledge that, like, sometimes the person that wants to be a part of it is more valuable than, you know, let's say the hottest hotshot in your market. Mm. Because there's something to say about, Consistency in the lineup. There's something to say about you know this sixth sense, this communication, the shorthand, this this thing that I think is much more uh, noticeable and more impressive to the audience in general when they can tell that the people on stage one know each other and enjoy being around each other. And to me, that's really like that's it for me. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. And I'll take good hang over chops every single time. (laughs) Like, no hesitation.
1: Yeah, as long as the chops are at a baseline acceptable.
0: Yes, there is a baseline. But, like, I posted this video on TikTok where people are giving me crap about... Well, it was Polyphia. Hmm. So, I, I ended up finding the guy who's Polyphia's production manager. And was like, hey, this is their playback. And I just think this is cool. Like, these guys, you know, have this very, like, small... Setup and like it covers their whole show. That's really neat. And the bunch of guys are like, oh, you know, Bolivia makes terrible he's blah, 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 blah. And in the midst of this conversation, this guy was like, I can tell that you're not a good guitar player because you have a crappy attitude. And I immediately jumped in. I was like, hey man, that's not fair. I know plenty of amazing guitar players with <laughs> terrible attitudes.
1: attitudes. Yeah, yeah,
0: but." In the midst of that, <laughs> I made friends with uh with Polyphia's production manager. It's like, hey man, next time we're around, just come on through. Super cool. Which really made me upset because they played in Nashville like three days before I made that video and I could have gone. Uh, and now I can't. Because uh, you know when Polyphia's coming through town again? Uh, October. Uh, and I think it's around Halloween. And I feel like there's I've got stuff already that isn't gonna work. Well anyway. All that's to say is I am one degree separated from Tim Henson and you're not. Suck it, everybody. Yeah. And we'll just end the episode on
1: that. Sounds good.
0: <laughs> uh, we can We're just having fun, folks. It's all for laughs. But seriously, start looking around. Like, always look around. Yeah. You never know when when um, somebody will fall out from under you. Always keep your head in a swivel.
1: It's really easy, I think, to f- to fall. It, you know, it, it may be a function of the the kinds of bands I followed that had a lineup that persisted over decades. Yeah. Right. But the reality is, in the in the market we're in, that's really rare. It's really rare. And yeah. the pain we feel when a member falls out. It's like losing your arm, but the reality is nobody's irreplaceable. Nobody's irreplaceable. You're not irreplaceable. And so, you know, when it got clear that the bassist I had for my current project, The New Strange, was not going to work out because he was in five other projects. And then I took his suggestion about who to replace him with, and she's been phenomenal. Like, that transition was hard. It was hard because we really felt like that dude was our guy, but his classmate in the jazz bass program at our local jazz department of our local state university that they both graduated from classmates um equal chops right <laughs> absolutely equal and uh and and she's both a better hang and for honest a better player, and I now have to deal with like well, is she irreplaceable? Mm. The reality is, yeah. No. If I replaced her with some other bass player, it would change things. But sometimes things have to change. Like if she told yep. me she couldn't be part of it anymore, and I'm working hard to keep her well enough booked that she's not going to say that. But right. were she to, things change. I'd have to find another bassist. And there are other bassists out there. It's not the end of the world. I don't want to have to deal with that, really. But if I were to have yeah. to, I could.
0: Yeah, and we all have to be prepared to do that. Exactly. So, have you gotten into Daisy Jones and the Six? Do you know what we're talking about I'm here? I'm Aware
1: of it, I I own the book that the show is based mm-hmm. on. I haven't read it yet, uh, and I have not watched the show either. But I'm i I'm, a, I'm aware of the concept of the show, and I'm very excited to participate.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the like, the TLDR is like it's it's a lore based interpretation of kind of what Fleetwood Mac. Right was
1: like had an going alternate, on. Alternate universe, Fleetwood Mac.
0: Yeah, but there's like it's not canon. They're like there's plenty of divergent yeah, things. I'm but sure. in the first three to five episodes, they kind of go through this thing where like all these bands have lineup changes. Right. And then they find this magical combination of people and that's the thing that propels them into right. whatever it is they're they're about to do. And it was kind of interesting because the new Ted Lasso dropped today. And there's very much the thing where like the person who used to be the hot shot has this new person come in and they're no longer like the hot shot. Yeah. And they're like the entertainment of the episode is trying to watch the person who's used to being in charge kind of flounder and figure out what they're supposed to be doing in the whole thing jamie or and, Rojas. Um, i haven't seen it yet so yeah it's jamie okay. uh, because you know they've got the new sure, sure. they got the new guy the new coming guy. in Saba comes in Zaba, yeah uh now jamie rojas he's he's a he's a fanboy he's on board all right i mean i'm I'm, so I'm of,
1: one episode behind you're you're literally 30 minutes ahead of 30 seconds in, yeah so you
0: know, not you're just... gonna there, there a couple of bombs get dropped it's, it's good though i'm excited you'll you'll like it yeah but yeah, it, it's just interesting when you're dealing with dynamics and people because I mean, ultimately, we're 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 in the business of people, yeah, and building relationships and making sure that people feel right. like they want to be a, a part of what That's you're right. doing, and uh, you you do that by making sure that you prioritize folks and and you give them the latitude to do the things that they need to do in order to do the things that they do for you. Yeah, so. yeah, and you take care of them. Yeah. So, in conclusion. Start looking for bass players because apparently tis <laughs> it's it's in the water. Yeah. Wow. Well, Any other parting words, thoughts, feelings, sense. Sense.
1: Tastes. Tastes. Smells. Yeah. I have like nothing.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine too. Yeah. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in. We want nothing but the best for you. We want your band to stay together. We want your lineup to remain solid. And for you to have all of the things and for us to have none of them, I think. What is it's it's that it's that Dave Spell's that Dave Chappelle line from the other uh, the player haters club. Wanna thank God for giving me so little and giving you so much or something. Right. I think it was like backwards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks for the continued support. We've had so much fun just interacting with all of y'all. Emails have been blown up. Patreon has been blown up. Facebook groups have been blown up. We just really appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, if you want to support us, leave a review. We've been real dry in the review front. true. And um, I really am lamenting the fact that our stat company keeps reminding us how we're not charting in Ireland (laughs)
1: anymore. (laughs) It's sad. You're doing so great in Ireland for a while. We were.
0: And we're not anymore. Yeah. So if you are listening in Ireland, tell your mates. Or just do any of the stuff that Adam Moskowitz from the Van Band is about to tell you. With that being said, I will go ahead and call it for this week. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of
2: March 31st, 2023. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener. This is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of The New Strange, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404 491 0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook at VAMBAND. That's V A M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at vanband.com We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown, and southeast florida i play guitar and backup vocals at adam moskowitz music on ig also follow the cbc host on ig that's at adam patrick johnson and at dan ray musician or visit coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods i'm gonna go ahead and call it for adam moskowitz in boca raton florida that was your outro bumper on cover band confidential always be performing <laughs>